Welcome to the Mind Management Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bullock. Our brains are on autopilot, sorting information and just giving it all meaning. Here I'm going to teach you how to take your brain off autopilot, take control, and manage your thinking so you can live authentically as you and love authentically. I want you to create a life that you are proud to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back, guys. Okay. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. It's funny because I normally record my podcast on Tuesdays. Tuesday was election day here in the United States and it felt a little weird and my energy was weird and my thoughts were weird and now it's Wednesday and we woke up and there's no answer and guess what? My thoughts still weird. My feelings still weird. So I'm just going to keep the weirdness in my back pocket and we're going to get this done. Like sometimes that's just what we do with emotion. Anytime you go to do something different, maybe you'll have some fear. Just put it in your back pocket. We're going to do it anyway. Okay. Along with that, just because I'm thinking about it, just going to tell you. Uncertainty doesn't feel good in the human body. We don't like not knowing. We all almost just want, whether it's your candidate that gets in or not, we just want the answer so we can start dealing with it, right? We can, we can have a verdict. We don't like the feeling of no decision yet and the uncertainty that comes with that. We don't like that feeling, but sometimes we got to feel things that we don't like. We can choose our thoughts about it. I've been watching my thoughts very closely this week and redirecting them often. My brain wants to go to doom and gloom. My brain wants to go to the catastrophic ending. What what if this happens? Because it doesn't want to be caught off guard. So it's like, oh yeah, we'll just feel terrible and we'll feel all the doom and gloom now so we're not caught off guard later. That's not really helpful. (laughs) The brain thinks that it's helping us. It's not really helpful. So I've been manually overriding my brain with the thoughts that create peace and comfort and stillness. But all the while, I can't really totally get to the place of peace, comfort and stillness all the time. If you can get there, that's awesome. But my brain still does the bounce back to scary things, right? I have to be the one in charge. I have to be manually overriding it all of the time, just consistently watching it. Every time I said this on the last podcast, but for me, I feel the feelings first. So I use it as a cue. Like, oh yeah, this feeling is coming in. What's going on in my head? All right. That might be true. The thoughts might be true. I'm going to override it to this. I'm going to think this instead. And I'm going to really focus on not just thinking the new thought that creates a different feeling, but believing it. There's a difference between thinking a thought, right? And then thinking a thought that you believe till it manifests manifests itself physically in your body. Like you believe it down to the core of your being. Okay, so that's what I want you to work on. Anytime, if we still haven't had an answer by Thursday, anytime your brain wants to go, or maybe once we do have an answer, right? And we still, the brain will want to go to doom and gloom, whether, you know, the outcome is what you want or not. I want you to practice listening to your brain rerouting those thoughts to something that you can believe and then just focus on really trying to believe that story because it just changes 
our physiological state. It changes the way that we show up. Nothing good ever comes from sitting in fear and sitting in doom and gloom. Nothing good is going to come from that. It's fine if we're there. We can be there. We're going to be there sometimes. But none of your best action is going to come from there. So when you're done feeling it, just know you have the option to change it. It doesn't matter the outside circumstance. It doesn't matter if your candidate won, won or lost. It doesn't matter. We can choose how we want to feel about the situation. Okay, stepping off that soapbox. Today is a fun one. Today is an awesome topic. I love this topic because I remember when it clicked for me when I was I was driving out to lunch and I was listening to a podcast by Rachel Hollis and she had said something about um, this topic and it just set in and I can't even remember the quote. I don't even know if they were discussing it right then, but <laughs> where my thoughts were, it clicked, meaning I believed it and it resonated in my body, in the core of my being. So the topic today is on filtering yourself. And I don't mean filtering yourself as in like not saying all of the mean things that come to your head. Like not that kind of filter yourself. I think some filter is good because sometimes our brain comes up with like crazy mean judgments and we don't exactly want to say every single thing that crosses our mind because we are human and sometimes we have human mean judgmental thoughts even about the people that we love, even about those closest to us. And I think especially those closest to us because we get to see all sides of them. The closer that they are to us, the more human we get to see them. So the more opportunity we have for our brain to judge them. In any case, that is not the kind of filtering that we're talking about today. We're going to talk about when we start projecting this pretend version of us all in the name of acceptance. When we do not say some certain things that are on our heart that we connect with deeply because we are afraid of the emotional experience of others. We are afraid of that rejection, possible rejection, possible judgment that might come from if we were completely transparent with how we feel, completely transparent with our beliefs, completely transparent with what we actually want for our lives and how we want to show up. Here's the image that I want you to have in your head. And I hope you've seen the Disney movie Aladdin. Okay. So if you haven't, he falls for a girl that he meets in the street and it ends up being a princess and he wants to be with her, but he has to be a prince in order to be with her. So he gets the genie and the genie turns him into a prince. So there's Aladdin and then the genie creates this other persona, Prince Ali. All right. Prince Ali takes uh, Jasmine, the princess, out and he, she falls for him. But when he comes back, he realizes, no, she fell for Ali, not for Aladdin. She won't accept Aladdin. So this is sometimes it's a really good picture of what we do with those that we love around us. And sometimes I've seen it on social media. I just think about all the places where it might come up for you in your life, where you're being Ali and you're not being Aladdin. 
People have this idea of you, but if you were to just be Aladdin, we have all these fears that we won't be accepted. But here's what happens with ourselves. We start rejecting ourselves. We are the first one to reject ourselves in that case. We don't even give them the opportunity to see who Aladdin is versus who we think that they want us to be. And that's where some of this discomfort comes from, right? We have an idea. We have thoughts in our mind about why it would be better for others to accept us, what we think others will accept and what they won't accept. And I don't think that this is all-encompassing, right? I don't think that it's everywhere in your life. If you do this, then you do it all the time. No, I think it's in little tiny bits. Just look at the relationships in your life. Where are you able to be more authentic? You're able to say the things that you're actually feeling and you know you'll be accepted no matter what. Or maybe you don't really have an attachment to that acceptance. Like, it's okay. If they don't accept me, it's fine. I love them anyway. And then the other places in your life where you're filtering because if you were to not be accepted, we have a lot of fear attached to that. What would that mean for our lives? Sometimes I think it's funny that the relationships that are closest to us, the most intimate relationships, we filter more because of the weight that that relationship carries. That if we lost that relationship, then what would we do? then what would our life be? So we put on this pretend version that people are going to accept, that people are going to love, all in the name of trying to keep the peace. And then in your head, in your mind, you experience a lot more turmoil because there's always going to be that question. Will they actually accept the real me? All of me. (laughs) Will they accept me? And here's the truth. Here's the kicker. Here's the puncher. Puncher? I don't think that's a thing. Here's the truth, though. They might not. They might not accept you. You might experience some rejection even from the people that you hold most dear, the people that are closest to you. They might reject parts of you. They might reject all of you if they knew the real you. But here's the question that I asked myself when all of this clicked for me, so much so that I felt it in my body. Wouldn't I rather they know me and then have the opportunity to reject me? Wouldn't I rather that than me rejecting me and me being a fake version of me and me being the one who has to deal with maybe possible regret in the future because I didn't live into parts of me that I connect so deeply with? All because of the fear of what others might think. All because of the fear of rejection. I don't want to be a pretend version of me. I want to be the first one that accepts me no matter what. And here's the funny thing. When I thought that, when that clicked for me, I realized it solved all of the problems. It solved all the problems. Because if you accept you, and if I'm willing to be myself, if I'm willing to speak up for myself and have my own back and love myself enough that... I'm willing to let them experience the emotions that they choose. I create the peace for myself that I was looking for through the approval of others, right? Think about the desired outcome that we wanted. 
with the approval of others. We want to feel loved. We want to feel like we're safe. All of those feelings, whatever it is that you're seeking from the approval of others, when we accept ourselves, when we give ourselves the love first, that problem goes away because we've already filled that bucket. We filled it for ourselves. We filled it in a place that is a sustainable energy source from ourselves because we can't really control the approval of others. We can create a false sense of control over the approval of others. That's what this is. That's why we filter because we create that false sense of it because if I could filter myself and sometimes it works, sometimes we think it works. We people please, we show the best of ourselves, we show exactly that Ollie that we think that they want and it works. So we think that we get the validation that we're looking for. We think that that is the reason why we are feeling the love and connection and the security in ourselves because of the approval that they gave us and because we created that approval. We can never create the approval of others and outwardly they could be approving of you and inwardly they might not. Inwardly they might sense that you're filtering and something is weird here. But when we give ourselves that self-validation, that love, when we accept ourselves, when we are okay with a little bit of rejection from others because we accept ourselves, then that's when we solve that problem for ourselves. Now, no matter what happens on the outside, no matter if they decide to reject you or whatever they decide, that's not the problem anymore. We've solved the problem in our thoughts because we love and accept ourselves. That's what I want us to focus on. And here's another thing that that will create for you. When you are at home with yourself, when you're fine with yourself and you accept yourself and you have that love, you're no longer needing their behavior to change. You no longer are frustrated because they're not showing up the way that you want them to show up. So if you no longer need anything from them, then they get to be exactly the way that they are right now. They get to be that and we don't have any need from them. So we can now focus on just loving them. Where before we wanted them to change so they could fill our emotional needs of acceptance. We already gave that to ourselves. And now we can just focus on loving them exactly as they are without them having to change even a little bit. That's pretty cool. That means anything else that they give you, any acceptance or approval that they give you is like the cherry on top. It's still gonna feel good. What, even if you give yourself all of the validation that you need, all the love and the acceptance that you need, I still think external validation and external acceptance feels really good. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think that that will change. It could, it could change for you. It hasn't for me yet, still always feels really good. The difference is, you won't be needing it. You won't be grasping at it, running for it, changing yourself so you can get it. Your bucket will already be full and anything that they add to it is just bonus. Okay, that's what I want for us. So watch your life. Where are you trying to be this Prince Ali for people? Is it in your closest relationship? Is it in some of your family relationships? Is it in your business and how you show up online? Where are you filtering? Where are you not living in to completely you? 
And how does that feel for you? And the answer is not in the approval of others. The answer is in approving of yourself and accepting yourself, accepting the good parts, accepting the not so pretty parts, but loving yourself and not rejecting yourself first, which sometimes means giving others the opportunity to reject you. I want to talk about rejection for just a minute because rejection is something we've said this before in other podcasts that we are evolved as a species to not like the feeling of rejection because way back when it kept us alive. If you were alone, the more likely you were to be eaten by something or you didn't have help when you got sick, different things like that. So we needed the approval of others. We needed it. So it's so ingrained in us. It's like part of our evolution that rejection is scary. Rejection means death. But that's not the case anymore. Rejection doesn't have any real danger anymore other than maybe a little bit of emotional discomfort. Maybe somebody removes themselves from your life. But even if they do that, it doesn't mean death anymore. It just might mean a little bit of discomfort. We don't like any of that. The brain doesn't like any of that. So it makes sense why we want approval so much. There might be times in our lives when people actually do reject us, <laughs> actually say the mean things, actually have the ill feelings towards us, actually want out of our lives. All those things are possible. But this is what I want you to remind yourself, that rejection doesn't mean death anymore. We can do rejection. If be feeling rejected if that's your feeling, right? I want you to go into your body just like any kind of negative emotion. Be like, oh yeah, this is rejection. When I feel rejected, this is how it feels in my body. And describe it just like you would with any other negative emotion. And remember that it's coming from your thoughts. It's not actually coming from the words that the person said. It's not actually coming from the circumstance of maybe they're out of your life now. It's not coming from any of that. It's coming from our thoughts about it. So this is rejection. It's created in my thoughts and I'm totally capable of feeling a little bit of rejection. It'll be fine. It'll pass over me. Then remember what we said earlier. Go back to, do I reject me? Would I rather the opposite? Would I rather not showing all of myself? Would I rather filter myself just so I could have a false sense of approval. As you're going to try to apply these things, you're going to be like, but does that mean I need to be like overly bossy? I need to always speak my mind even when I know it's going to make waves? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think sometimes we will speak our mind and it might make a wave and that's okay, but it's not all or nothing. It's not we speak our mind every time that we feel it at the expense of others, even if it's mean. Like, I don't think that that's how this should be applied. I think you're going to know case by case, encounter by encounter, how you want to show up. And I think that as you're learning how to have your own back and how to not filter where you're used to filtering, I think we're going to mess up so many times along the way. But here's something I want you to keep in mind as you're figuring out where do I filter and where do I not filter. 
I want you to imagine that everybody, here's something, okay, rephrase. Here's something that happens in our mind when we do filter. We kind of level up the other person a little bit. Their opinion matters a little bit more than ours, right? That's what happens when we filter. We're a little bit down and they're a little bit up and that's where we're left feeling. So sometimes when we want to speak our mind, because we're looking up at them right now, because we're down here, we feel like that's how it should be from the other side, that they're looking down on us. So when we stand up for ourselves, when we speak our mind, we feel like we have to up level from them a little bit, right? We put ourselves a little bit higher, our opinion a little bit higher. If we remove all of the playing field, right? If we, if we level out all of the playing field and now we're just on the same level. We're equal. You can't see me, but I've got my hands. They're at the same level. <laughs> I've been doing the hand action. One person higher, one person lower. Now they're at the same level, okay? That's where I want you to keep the conversation. Your opinion is just as important as theirs. Their opinion is just as relevant and valid as yours. If we keep that imagery and that thought in our head, I think that it helps all of our decisions when it comes to how we want to show up. How can we have love for us? How can we have love for them? And what do we want it to look like in that situation? If there was no bad guy, if there was nobody that was lower on the scale, how do we show up? I think just knowing that will help you guide your conversations the next time that you're trying to figure out how is it that I want to show up? If I wasn't afraid of the possible rejection of others, if I knew that I didn't have to swing and dominate this conversation, what would I want to say? So as you figure out where you want to stop filtering, where in your life you would like to share things that are near and dear to your heart, where you're afraid of the reaction of others, I just want you to keep that in mind, that there's no bad guy here that we're all on the same field, that sometimes our brain is going to be afraid of rejection and that's okay. But as you do this, as you start accepting yourself first, you're going to notice your level of anxiety and your head spinning in what others think and all of the premeditated stuff in your head is all going to start to dissipate a little bit and it's going to be exchanged for comfort and ease. Because I think that's one of the best outcomes of just loving and accepting yourself first is comfort and ease. We don't have to put as much weight into what others experience of us because it no longer matters. So this week, stop filtering yourself. Get a, Give it a try. Some people might not like it, but you might. You might like it. It might feel more comfortable to yourself. Stop being Ali. And go ahead and be Aladdin. Where are you being Ali? Where are you being Aladdin? Knock that off and be yourself. Completely yourself. Whatever you're ready to show, be yourself. It's going to be so much more comfortable for you. And it's going to help you love others a lot better. I don't know. Choose for yourself. You don't have to. Take it or leave it. That's just my recommendation because it's a lot more fun. And I feel like when you're comfortable with yourself and love yourself, 
and are willing to accept yourself regardless of what others think, that's a lot more fun to be around than somebody that's trying to people please you all day. Just saying. (laughs) Okay. All right, my friends. Have a beautiful week and we will see you next week. Bye.